Did I blaspheme? Get off the podcast. Okay. No, just kidding. Oh. I love you. All right. <laughs> I love you, too. Um. A popular outcast production. Here we go. Here we go. Hello. 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 Welcome to another episode of Serving Ice, the best 14-minute podcast that you'll ever see. <laughs> I'm Justin. I'm Dylan. Hi, I'm Bill. What do you guys want to talk about this week? <laughs> How do you guys like... Do you guys ever watch wrestling? Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Do you want to talk about creators' rights? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. We, I have a couple thoughts on that. We gotta talk about this also when Vox is here. Yeah, I don't know if the listeners know who Vox is, but such an amazing guy, such yeah. a good dude, and so, Vox, Vox he's and really I, funny too. Yeah, 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 hilarious. He and I have talked about creators' rights, and I think we stand on. Maybe we do stand on the same side. Of, I maybe, but. Well, I, we should let him ex- tell us what yeah. it is. Yes, but I told him that yeah. he's on the podcast. I'm all, I'm all for it. So we'll have a pre-conversation now. Well, can we have a real conversation? Well, yeah. No, yeah, I'm just saying we got to do it again when he's here. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll have different things to talk about. Of course, yeah. And maybe this will prep him. There's a lot of creators out there. Yeah. Not just two. Yeah, not Tyler and God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> but in extension to creators' rights, I kind of want to talk about storytelling as well and kind of that. The reason being there are two things in my life. Well, not in my life. They have influenced my life, I should say. They're in a lot of people's lives. Ooh, can I cut you off? Yep, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> can you explain to everybody what creators' rights are? The people that don't know us are going to be like, what the fuck is creators' rights? How about you tell them what creators' rights are? I think as a creative force, be it writer, filmmaker, comedian, painter, anything like that, the control and power that you have over your work, how someone interacts with your work, or lack of power of how someone interacts with your work, because you can't always control that. Very rarely, you can never fully control that, I guess. Right. So, yeah, the... uh, the I would say the... the control you have... The presumed and perceived control that a creator has over his creations, such as a writer over his story or TV producers over their TV shows. Yeah. But not just their creations, but all aspects of that thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. So it impacts you. We uh, we talked about it a lot with Fight Club and Chuck Chuck Palahniuk. Yes. Yes. Um, And we discussed it at length, I think, three times or four. Yeah, there was a several conversations. There, there was one at length, and the rest were like off little yeah. little ones. I guess the latest one that has influenced me the most is How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, have either you watched it? No, and or so you don't watch it? No, I know what happened. I okay. somebody spoiled it on the internet, and okay. then they apologized. So Dylan, no, but someone told me if I were to have written that show, that I would have written the ending. Okay. Which makes me want to watch it. Yeah. So is this a spoiler that we're Yeah, yeah. I guess we should okay. say, like, there'll probably be a lot of spoilers for things in this episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was insanely disappointed with the ending of How I Met Your Mother. If you have ever watched How I Met Your Mother, it follows the life of Ted and how he has met the mother of the children that he's telling the story to. The story of how he met their mother. So, and then the show is a flashback of the entire, everything leading up to him meeting his children's mom. Yeah. Which sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, could go on forever. Yeah. Yeah. Or until it stops making money. Yeah. Well, the show takes place within nine years, but they also do a lot of flashbacks and flash forward, so you get to see what happens to everybody before and after that time frame. And it leads up to the end... And the last episode pretty much just derails all the plot lines that they've had for the last nine years. They end up killing the mother, and then he ends up with the woman that he had the thing with the whole season, and that's basically how it ends. Which means the mother was dead all along, right? 
Yeah. Like, because of the show yeah. starts. The mother okay. was dead all along in the sense that she was dead when he was telling, telling the, story. the story. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I'm told that that was a popular fan theory. <laughs> yeah, that was. There was a lot of theories, and that was one of them. <laughs> that was one of the more popular ones that was going around. It was a theory, but there was a lot of people who were like, they're not going to do that. It's a sitcom, or they're not going to do that. That's not the way the show feels. I know? wouldn't think that a network show would have the balls to be like, hey, yeah, here's a bunch of, or I shouldn't say balls. I didn't think a network the, show would have the balls or the ovaries. Yeah. To the get a the fucking guts. Grip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, what about people without guts? There's a Chuck Palahniuk story about that. <laughs> but I dislike the ending. It's not that I dislike sad endings. It's I dislike bad endings. And it was not a good ending. Based on how the show was created from point A to point B, and you follow along with these creators, or you follow along with these characters, and they become a certain thing in the show, the way that it ended up, it did not feel like a natural progression of the characters. It felt like the creators had a plan and then stuck to that plan despite everything else that came after they first started the plan. So basically the writers tried to throw them curveballs and change the characters and everything. And then the, at the end, the creators were like, no, you're going to kill her. And that's that. And it's not even necessarily that I'm mad that they killed her. I'm sad that they killed her. Right. I think she was a great character. They introduced the mother in the last season, and the casting choice was amazing. She was sweet, funny, quirky, and just an all-around wonderful, wonderful character that you waited eight years to meet. Sure. So it was sad when she died, or when you find out that she died. But again, I don't think a sad ending is a bad ending. Did they show her death? And that's actually part of what makes me angry about it, is because they show her death for about less than 10 seconds. Really? And it's only in a voiceover. They just show her in a hospital bed, and then the line is, and when your mother got sick, I stayed by her side, something, something, something. Oh, so they didn't even go, like, because they were at the end of the season, and she got sick in the last episode and died in the last episode? No, you don't even see her get sick. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. There could be a lot of things to blame for that. When you say the creators and the writers, are they two different teams maybe i don't know i'm just saying that uh, i'm just saying that as when you were saying that it seems like the creators <coughs> had a plan and made the writers stick to it that could be uh, completely wrong because they could be the same people or the network could have been the creator and all they care about is money and they could right. have just hired I, i'm talking specifically about the two writers that are known for the show that's who i'm talking about okay they right. didn't create it no that's their show yeah oh, okay. the writer slash creators okay so you're saying that the writer slash creators had an idea and then stuck to it yeah yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't think anything is wrong with that. Okay. As long as that's... The, as long as it's a good idea? That? Yeah. yeah. Like, if, is, okay. if it's a good path? As long as it feels like the path was natural. There's a really good podcast called Script Notes, where they kind of dissect the endings of a couple different shows, and they say, you know, some shows or movies have good endings because that's the progression. That's how you tell a good story. And then sometimes when you throw in something that doesn't make sense because you want to trick people or because it was something that was created before, that it doesn't end up being good because it's purposely... Hmm. I wish I could remember exactly what they said because it made so much sense. You guys watch no, Breaking I, Bad? I, I, yeah. And no, you, I, Dexter? I haven't. Did uh, you finish those shows? I didn't finish Dexter, but no, I finished Breaking either. Bad. Okay. Uh, have you guys seen Lost? Uh, yeah. No, please, please be careful what you spoil, because I really, really, really want to dedicate the time to watch that. Okay. You can I borrow all of the awesome. DVDs. I'll just say... I'll I keep, have all of them. I'll keep yeah. it... And it's on yeah. Netflix, too, if you want to well, use yeah. my Netflix. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll just keep it vague. The popular theory is that on Lost, they had an ending that would have made sense, but the creators purposely changed their ending because people figured it out. Mm. Yeah. And, like, that's... In my mind, and I think a lot of people would agree, that's not a good way to tell a story. Even if people can figure it out, I don't... Yeah, let, let people yeah. be right. Yeah, yeah, I just don't think yeah. that's a good way to tell a story. Reel, reel us in, because I think we're... Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so creators' rights. So with, with How I Met Your Mother, I just want to talk a little bit more, just a tiny bit. Okay. Um, 
they set it up in such a way that I think if it would have been done after two or three seasons, maybe that ending would have worked. Right. But they built it up to a point where the characters had progressed and they spent like three seasons trying to put two of these characters together. Right. And they spent the last season around their wedding. Right. And they had set this up and they had been like, no, these two characters are together. These two characters are together. These two characters are together. And and then in the finale, they broke them up right away. Fuck yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's awesome. The bleaker something and can see, end, the see, better. That's not even what I'm saying. Like, you know that I'm okay with sad stories. I think you're okay with sad stories. Okay. I am okay with sad stories. Like, 500 Days of Summer, I really like that That's movie. one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I Never really li- And that is such a sad, messed up movie. It ends up no- all right. But- yeah, but it doesn't, though. That's the thing. The ending is not good because he's just falling back into the same pattern. That's... Yeah. Yeah. All right, so How I Met Your Mother. Right, right, right. Getting so, the creator's rights. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just want to make sure that we're... So, and I'm just saying, like, I like the idea of that show having, like, a beginning and end that kind of mirrored each other, but I don't think it was handled in a proper way. Like, if we would have had more time dedicated to a character than just six seconds of watching her die... You know, I think maybe I could have enjoyed that ending a lot more. Yeah. And that's so cool, though. It, I think that Justin's point is, though, it would be cool. But the way it was handled with, was bad. If they would have actually told that portion of the story as well. If the guy was with her for how long? Nine years? Ten years. He was, he was with her for ten years, and she was in how many episodes? Twelve out of nine seasons? Yeah, yeah. It was a really small amount. Yeah. Yeah. So the point is, is the point is that's that's point one of like, do you think that there are proper ways of telling a story, and do you think we should hold creators accountable when it doesn't seem like their story makes sense with the ending it has? Mm-hmm. I, and I don't even know what I mean by hold them accountable, but because it's not like we're gonna put, put them in prison. Yeah, right. You know, no. Lucas, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think we should march on Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. Um I think that I think that's interesting in that Well, Dylan, if you have a thought, you go first because uh I'm torn and I don't know where my line is, but I think that yes, we should hold creators accountable and I definitely think that we should call them on their shenanigans when they shenaniganize. But I do think that there is a point where we can just say that that's art, that's their art, they can do what they want with it. But somehow I think that I I draw the line at, I don't know where I draw the line, money has to do with where I draw the line, and I think integrity, but integrity is such a flimsy word. Like, it's such a strong word, but it's so flimsy. Right, right. Because you can bend it around and make it into whatever shape you want it to be. Sure, sure. But don't you think that the creation is just as important in the relationship between the audience? No. You don't think it's important? You don't think that's important at all? See, I think my... I think it is. Sorry, Bill. Oh, no, it's okay. I just just wanted to make sure words weren't shoved into my... I think that... No, I do think it is important, but to me... Again, I think there's a line there somewhere, and I think that I want to say, no, it's the creators, and if the creator's like, fuck you, this is something, 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 this yeah. is the way it goes down, then by all means, like, fuck off, you're, you're, you didn't do this. But I do think there is a line somewhere where someone should have taken Star Wars away from George Lucas. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he gave it to us, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, but I so, mean, so sometimes why... you have to let people carry out your vision, regardless of whether or not you think that you're, you, you should, as a creator, maybe sometimes you should have the humility to be like, somebody can do better. You know what I mean? Like somebody could direct this better. Somebody why... could write this better. Somebody can, could. Why does it better? What's that? Can they do better? You don't think that Empire was the best? Yeah, I was going to say, in the, yeah. in the case of Star Wars, I agree. But I do think there's certain things that people do 
Donnie Darko is a good example. The guy who did Donnie Darko did that by accident. He claimed to be like, no, it was all on purpose. Wait, and did then, he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he do by accident? Did you see the director's cut? Yeah. Fucked it up. Yeah, I, I agree with that, yeah. And that and was and that oh. was his, like, no, this is what my real vision was. You yeah. know, like, you guys thought I was good and then. Wait till you see what I got now. And everybody's like, you are the dumbest. There's two films where I started to question things a little bit when I was, like, growing up. And I say when I was growing up, this was, like, maybe five years, like, ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're still growing up then. Yeah. And I'm still growing up now. Yeah. I would always get the director's cut and I would sell back my theatrical cut yeah. to the video store because I want to see what the creator intended. Yeah. I want to see their version. Their version is the real version to me. I don't give a fuck what some studio exec signed off on and said, this is going to sell tickets. Don't give a fuck about that. And then I got the director's cut to Donnie Darko uh-huh. and was like, oof. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you sure did add that book, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, man. You're loving that. But it was great because he added the deleted scenes, but he also added the chapters. Right. And I think that that explains right. a way. What I thought it was didn't necessarily match up with what he thought it was. Right. How do we as an audience determine which creators get a pass and which don't? Exactly. Yeah. And that that's, because you're, that's my you're, slippery you're not giving Lucas a pass. Yeah. But you're willing to give the creators of Higher Met Your Mother a pass. I think. No, no, no. Wait. I didn't necessarily give them a pass. Okay. Let's Chuck Palahniuk, the Hellboy. Uh, so there's some kind of legacy effect. There's some kind of legacy thing that I think should be taken into account. Okay, but who decides that? I guess. And that, how is that determined? I guess that's up to the viewer. Individual viewers, a mass of viewers. Individual what, viewer. What's the threshold? A hundred thousand people who like it? No, in, individual. Okay. Here's my thought. I think that the problem with especially like TV movies, movie movie um franchises franchises I see where you're going yes books uh comics yeah things that are serialized in some form or another the problem with that is is that if you start off really great and even though it's your overall arc it can turn out to be shitty sure if you're in a situation where you're you, you we as a society especially with tv i mean think about somebody who watched how i met your mother as an example from the very beginning. Right. Yeah. And like never missed an episode. Didn't even DVR that shit. They were like, yo, I got to be home so I can check this shit out. Yeah. And then they meet the mother at the end. Like I can't even pass judgment on it, whether it was good or bad because I didn't see it. But are you going to stop watching it six episodes from the end of the thing that you spent nine years doing? No, you're going to watch it and hate it. Wasn't it just the last episode that gave everybody the middle finger, though? Yeah, but I mean, like, if you're, well, it, that, like I said, it's, you know, it's not really the best example, but, you know, a situation. Yeah, that's even a better idea. How bad would you feel if you got to the last episode of the thing you loved and then turns out wasn't what you wanted? I mean, that's happened before. Sure, it does. But I mean, like, you feel betrayed. You know what I mean? That's a good word to use. Yeah. I, I, I did feel a little betrayed. I think there's a line there somewhere. And what you say about how I met your mother is the, Justin, what you say, you're the only person that articulates that in a way that I think maybe it's not just people getting pissed. Because everyone else is like, they, fucking, they killed the mother. The fucking mother's dead. And this guy got with this person and this sucks. Yeah. And I it's- read somewhere after I heard that the ending was really, really polarizing dark no dark, one liked dark. it no one my whole news feed blew up in there every are people, social there, media i have read uh, i'm on the subreddit a lot on reddit for it and there are people who loved it yeah but i haven't there's not anybody on my other social yeah <laughs> everyone the, else hated it there's no one that had anything good to say about it so i was like this must be good then so i read about it <laughs> right and it seems like the consensus is that it just shows you that life is meaningless and pointless and i think that's awesome so if I got to the end of something and if that was the message, I would be like, fucking good, man. Like, yeah, you, you shit all over my feelings, but good for you. Right. But you're, you're, you're a person of a different breed, though, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fair. But your qualms with it, Justin, you don't mind if someone tells you that life is meaningless. You're... Just tell it to me in a good way. In a meaningful way. Yeah. Not by showing the nine years that I watched this were meaningless and pointless. But isn't that sometimes how it works? Your argument was the way it was handled. That's what you didn't like. Yes. Right? Correct. Okay. And I can accept that, and I think that there is a difference between 
the message and the execution. But everyone else that I've heard be upset about it just seems to be upset about the message. I think it's hard for people to articulate yeah. as well, because it's like one episode of being just battered with all these shitty things happening. That just sounds great. And I think a lot... Yeah, it sounds great to you. <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus. it just destroys your emotions, and uh, most people can't articulate why something is not good, but there's a feeling that it's not good. Think about when you went to go see... I was too young, but yeah. What? The Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was too young, but yeah. Did you go see episode one? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I I skipped... My school was going to Hershey Park, and I skipped the Hershey Park field trip to go and Aww. see that one. Got to the theater hours early uh-huh. because I thought that there would be a line. Yeah. No, no line. But I was so excited. And it wasn't a midnight showing. I didn't. I wasn't aware as a kid that there was a midnight right, showing. Right, right. But I got there and I was so fucking excited. And yeah. I sat down and I was so excited, Bill. Yeah. Could, well, and that's because that Star you Wars like was it? for that age. Just like... Did you like it, though? I tried really hard to make myself like it. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you were... Well, hold on. Because that's... that's that, like, think about how betrayed you felt when you left and you were like, Jesus, this fucking Jar Jar shit and, like, it's racist. And then you bought your ticket to go see Attack of the Clones because you were like, there's no way it's going to be as shitty as the first one. Hell, I, uh, like, I remember watching MTV and seeing, like, all these um, celebrities. And for whatever reason, Jack Osborne sticks in my mind, the Aussie's kid. Because they had the show at the time, and like he was talking about it, he was like, "It's so good. It's as it's as good as Empire." And yeah, fuck him. Yeah, exactly. What fuck did him you and think about stupid it? Dumb. What did you did you feel Face. betrayed? Yeah, because you were old enough to be aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was too young. Um, I was just like, Lucas signed off on it, so there's yeah, the, the pods aren't bad. No, uh, I saw it. I saw it a few times because of the Darth Maul Qui Gon fight. Um, because that was just dope. Because Darth Maul's dope. But, um, like, yeah, I I was just like, eh, but I went and saw it a few times. You knew it wasn't good, though, when you left? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, is that, like... I envy that. Um, well... I feel dumb for, like, not getting it and for being like, it's okay. And I bought the video game. I bought the pod racing video game. Well, yeah, that was actually kind of fun. Um, but the point is, is that if you're in a situation like that where somebody takes something that you love... And then takes that long to come up with something like, you know, here's the next one. Mm. And you go and see that and you're like, I like this is the worst thing. And then like, how did how did you how did you make Obi-Wan, you know, like this? And then and like and Darth Vader's a whiny little kid. He's such a dickhead to his mom and doesn't you know what I mean? And then and then you go see Attack of the Clones and he's even whinier. And yeah, he ends up like somehow Natalie Portman still falls in love with him and you're like, uh, and then they're married. What? And like, there's, you just feel even worse about that. How long after was attack of the clones from the pod? Two years. Okay. Cause I don't know if I went to see that in the theater. Honestly, I think my opinion soured. Oh, I I, know. I hate star Wars. I, I punish George Lucas, like a true star Wars fan. If, if he puts out a movie that sucked, when he puts out the Star Wars that sucked, I only go see it five times as opposed to 20. <laughs> That's funny. That's what you're supposed to do. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Um, I, liked, I liked Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I just wanted that rated R. Yeah. But that they didn't been kill just, enough kids for me. Yeah. That's, there there could have been definitely more oh, kid dude. killing. Yeah. You know, like the new Star Wars, they're doing that shit. We're getting way off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Sorry, you, reel us back in. Creator's you, rights. When you saw Star Wars at that age, were you able to articulate why you didn't like it? No. Okay. I wasn't even able to recognize that I didn't like it. Okay. There's a... And as an example of, of, of not being able to articulate, uh, that Script Notes podcast I was talking about... What's wrong? The Script Notes podcast I was talking about, they had another episode where they talk about scripts and how in the first 10 minutes you have to have what? The uh, the thing. Yeah, something life-changing has to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... By the f- at the hour mark, there's got to be something huge, yeah. and then you know the resolution comes. Yeah, and if it doesn't follow that, most people will notice that there's something off with the movie, but they're not going to be able to articulate why. Yeah, yeah, and you can break those down further and have marks in between those. There's like a million different marks yeah. that you have to hit 
and by breaking down like you're saying the hour like generally one page of script equals one minute of film right so with screenwriting all of that is broken down by pages it's like by page like five something something blah 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 you know there is like an algorithm to it and that's shitty. right and that's i mean that's shitty is it shitty though no that's that that's, that's why that's music how, works yeah that's how that's why storytelling works yeah is because there's there's parts to it and i guess uh, I my disagree. point is that's a reason why it works no oh yeah no i'm just saying that i hold, i stick to my guns is that shitty okay yeah but that's also why it works yeah yeah I, and it's yeah. and it's not like a, a studio executive that figured it out well it's a studio executive that figured out because he's like i want to keep making money yeah. yeah but that's human nature like we have to have those things happen and, in order yeah. to everything's a copy of a copy of a copy yes yeah. yeah yes you just substitute names out you substitute a problem out and it's the same fucking movie over and over again and make the same poster with different people yeah and you've but there are films that break that yeah there are and they yeah. suck well um I think you and I have talked about this before. When people tell stories, you know which people are telling stories that are going to be good, and you know which stories people are telling are going to be bad. People who tell bad stories kind of they they focus on too many details, and there's they don't get to it. You know, have you and I talked about that? I think every time we record the podcast, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, get us to our point. What no, the fuck is the? Do you point? know what I mean, though? That's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. What? Dude, I just did that. Yeah, he just figured out that what we're talking about yeah, is exactly what I did this whole episode when I'm like, all right, get to the point. Get to the, take us there. Take us there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We got there. That's so weird. Yeah. See? It works. <laughs> Studio magic. But I guess my point is that there is a certain way that a story maybe not necessarily should be told, but is told in a way where people will most connect to it. And when you break those contracts with your audience, especially in like TV shows where it's long, then I don't know how to end that sentence. <laughs> then you can't expect them to yeah. not get pissy. Right, right. That yeah. yeah. And and maybe that's maybe that's what I'm going for here. When you say contract, do you say that because it is expected? Because of how the audience has been groomed to consume and appreciate media, is it that they're groomed I that way, or, or are you is saying it, it's just human nature? I, it, that's I a don't, tough one. Yeah, it is, and I don't think that because when you say contract, that means that they're. Set I think up there's to expect a, that. Yeah, I think there's a certain contract between creator and an audience to say, "I'm giving you all these things. There's going to be payoff for it." Should, you know what I mean? Go, Bill. Go, Bill. I'm definitely going to retract my statement. You okay. guys are right. I think it is a, I, I think it is a thing that started one way, and then we were groomed into something else. You really to, do. Yeah, because like the more I think about it, like the the pacing of like a, another example would be the original Star Wars movies. They're real slow. So were the new ones, but. Like, I don't like them now. Like, and it might be because of the pacing, because it's like, oh my God, this is a two and a half hour movie and all they're talking about is politics and I want to see lightsabers. Yeah. You know? But they still could have hit their marks at the same point. Like, yeah. even if the pacing was slow, they still could have been like Mark one, boom, you know? Right. I, but I mean, if we yeah. would have turned on the first, if we would go watch Star Wars now, what do you think if we hit the 60 minute mark, what would be happening? Um... I think uh, something major would be happening. I think they yeah, talked probably. about that on script notes. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, and I'm sure that, like, you know, if you went back to like Casablanca, yeah, would it follow the same pattern? It should. So maybe, yeah. maybe it is the fact that we're that like music. Music works because, like, you know, you can't people who like music that has weird time signatures appreciate it for the art that it you know the, yeah. the difficulty oh i i see what you're saying. People yeah. who listen to your normal pop stuff, yeah. which is all the same beats. Huh. That's why it is yeah. more popular. You I'm I mean? I'm sure a similar thing could be said for art and the masses. Yeah. Sure. Like what art do the masses consume versus what art do people consume that art like on a on a small because you have people that are like, Oh, I love Banksy. Yeah, I was yeah, 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 yeah. He's the only one who crosses all no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um but yeah, there's people that are like, Oh, I like this thing, but then the majority of people would be like, That's not art. 
Yeah. This is art, and it's a fucking barn. Yeah. It's a fucking barn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So Star Wars is a futuristic barn. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. How I Met Your Mother is a dot. Yeah. On a middle finger. Yeah. Pointed towards the audience. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. So maybe I don't retract my statement. I don't know yet. It's I, difficult I think to it's pinpoint. interesting to think. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's difficult to pinpoint. If they I'm were saying. groomed or if that's just how our minds work. Yeah. I'm positive with music. That's what it is because they teach that in music theory. You know, like the heartbeat rhythms and stuff like that. You know, those are what people huh. respond to the most. Do you think that? I don't know what a heartbeat rhythm is. But Your heartbeat. Yeah, but is there like a... Do you... That's oh, dude. Oh, my God. I think I just fucking... Drum snare, yeah. I just or became snare. Max from Pi. Here's my thought. Okay. Holy fuck. We could be groundbreaking. <laughs> we could win Nobel Prizes that don't even exist yet. What if... So, so that's what music is. It's your heartbeat. No, I mean, like, but rhythms and stuff like that. That's yeah, like, but, there's a theory about the heartbeat rhythm that it's particularly effective, like with, pleasing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bill, what if the rhythm for film translates into the heartbeat rhythm? And be fucked up. Can you imagine that? Yeah. I wonder. We'll find out. Are you blown away by that? Yeah. I guess it wasn't that <laughs> So. You Do said I about what is you what said way? about the audience. You said contract with the audience. Yeah, and then we deviated. What is the contract with the audience? I just think that there is a contract with the audience that says I'm presenting you with this information, with this plot, with expectations, and you expect from me that I will follow through on what I've been promising you. Follow through how? And create a good story or a good ending gotcha. or a satisfying ending. And that doesn't necessarily mean a happy ending, as I've said before. Yeah. yeah. I think people also hate to be wrong. Yeah. Uh maybe, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 I guess so. Unless it's a But like really part of the fun way. is part of the fun with some forms of media is the twist and the endings and only Shamalama Ding Ding. <laughs> yeah. And Chuck Polinek, who was yeah. also John what, what did we say his name was? It wasn't John Smith, was it? No. Because that's Vox. Vox. Yes. I don't remember. I don't know. Another one of the creators that I had a hard time with recently was J.K. Rowling. Yeah. It ended up not turning out the way that everyone thought it was, but it still struck a chord with me. There was an interview with her, and it got leaked that she suddenly didn't want Harry Potter and Ginny Weasley to get together. Harry Potter and Ginny? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That she regretted it and she wanted Harry and Hermione to get together and that Ron was basically shit out of luck. And it struck a chord with me. Didn't she say they need marriage counseling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her and Ron. Yeah. Hermione and Ron. Yeah. And it struck a it struck a chord with me because it was a creation that had already been created. It had an ending and the author was coming into it and saying, This thing that you love, nope. I'm changing it or I want it to be changed. And it felt like a betrayal almost. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. What am I saying, Bill? <laughs> you're basically saying that like once something is set in stone and it's Dunsies and then the person who makes it comes along and says, you know, I really wish I would have changed this thing. And it just so happens to be one thing that's like an integral part of. Yeah how the characters lived and came together and, you know, like the stories and, you know, everything basically like if Hermione and Harry would have gotten together, that would have changed a lot of shit. Cause like, I mean, that would throw off a lot of, I think the it story. would have thrown off some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's this whole subplot with Harry and I don't know anything past like half a goblet of fire. <laughs> <laughs> so I fell asleep during that and said, I'm Is not your goblet half full or half empty? <laughs> it's full of blood. I don't know what that means. I stopped paying attention a goblet ago. Oh, no. A half goblet ago. This thing that I loved that was created and done was basically said, Nope, never mind. You know, this thing that you loved is gone. At I least think. she didn't actually change it, though. Yeah. You know, like write her own <laughs> fan fiction. Yeah. Which, that's basically kind of how it felt, 
to a point. Right. It felt like she was writing her own fan fiction. It certainly wasn't as provocative or as, like, whatever at the same time as, oh, yeah, by the way, Dumbledore was gay. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's Which I thought was kind of shitty of her to do that. Only because not of the fact that do it more explicit in the context. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, it feels more like she made it up just really? to be like, "I loved that, dude." I, no, because yeah. I mean, like, I'm on the, the other thing. side of that coin. Here's the thing: you shouldn't be like, "No, gays are cool." See, even this awesome wizard was. Oh, you, there was no context clues. Yeah, that's because I didn't think about it then. But now, I mean, because I can just, boots. yeah. Now that I can just think about that, like, now that I can just say it out loud and it happens, mm. that sounded more like she was like, how can I make sure that gay people know I'm okay with them? Oh, I got it. You know, as opposed to, like, being a genuine thing, you know, because why wait until, like, and were there any clues through the entire book? I, I thought there were clues. There were subtle clues. Then I retract my statement. I And really wrong. not not anything. You would look at it and be like huh, that's a thing, and then maybe move on. Because in the last book, he has a relationship with the other evil wizard that could be interpreted as like a very close friendship. But, and that's about but it. she was saying that they were lovers at right, some point. Right, right, right. Didn't she only divulge that when someone asked her about it? Yeah. I yeah. retract my statement 100%. Yeah, Let's remove that. Okay. No, but it's true. I still agree with you. You agree with Bill that Dumbledore wasn't gay. She was No, just no, like, no. Hey, I, 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 I agree. Well, I mean, Dumbledore is a made-up character, so whatever. Yeah. But I agree that it felt more like, hey, by the way, this character that I wrote about for 10 years is gay, but I didn't mention it in the text at all. I have so much respect. I don't want to say so much respect. People fall from grace real quick in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. You guys know that. Um. At the time of this recording, I have a lot of respect for J.K. Rowling. I do as well. For the little bit that I know about her because of shit like that. There were so many, you were going through all the intricacies of like the million things you missed in Harry Potter. Yeah. Where the names, many of the names have meaning. Right. Many of the relationships are parallels of this other story. Like, real smart. So I would think that. Of course, she would have done stuff that people didn't pick up on yet. And if she's real good at keeping her mouth shut, that won't come out until people do pick up on it, like somebody at a press conference. That, to that's, me, that's, is like, if fuck she, yeah. But if she did it like that, then yes. But did she do it like that? Is that not... Is that how it came out? Or was, like, somebody raise their hand and say, so, uh, I don't Sirius is, uh... Uh, the dog star, and, uh, and he's a werewolf. Just, and then she cuts him off, and she's like, and Dumbledore's chugging cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never saw that coming, did right, you? Exactly. <laughs> How I met your cock. <laughs> um, <laughs> was a question asked of her, I don't remember the context of the question, but it led to her saying, I've always thought that Dumbledore was gay. Hmm. But then again, I mean, like, how do we know that it wasn't a plant in the audience? Yeah, like, that's, that's the kind of thing well, that makes me suspect. That's, that's, that's good. That's, that's a good. bit. I like that. No, no. You're saying that that's too far? I think no. that's a bit too conspiracy theoristy. No, nah, I, I. You're saying that, uh, you know, I'm sure that you know that that does happen. Yeah, though. I know it happens. Yeah, so, I mean, and I don't mean to pick on your person. You can pick on her. Yeah, but, uh, and I'm not trying I, to pick on she's her. She's more I'm, mine at this point than his. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I have a lot of respect for J.K. Rowling. And I do I just, as well. I feel like if she is going to have all this information that she is going to tell us about her stories, then she should probably write another book. Yeah. Because it's, until it's in the book, does it really count as actual canon for the story? Ask Lucas. I think it does. Bill, what were you going to say? Ask Lucas about that. Um, he, they're rewriting all of the canon. When, when, when that whole there. Harry Potter, Hermione, Ginny thing came out, a couple months ago, one of my favorite authors, John Green, tweeted something about the creation belongs to the audience or something like that. Hmm. And in a way, I definitely agree with that. Once it's out there, I think that the audience has just as much influence on it as the creator does, especially stories, especially books, movies, things like that. And that struck a because, chord with a lot of people. Yeah, it if really the, did. If there was a story that I would agree with that on besides St Star Wars... It might be Harry Potter. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. He, and here's what I think about that is 
I think once you consume a piece of media such as a story, your interpretation of it is just as important as the author's interpretation of it because it has meaning to you and it has influence on your life. And that's sometimes what I have told people when they have read my stuff is that this is how I see it, but you could see it a completely different way and it still might be just as valid. Yeah. Cause you're, that. cause everybody's bringing in their own background and their own personal life to a story and something might strike them as more important than something else in a story. Donnie Darko. Yeah. And you might not agree, but I just think the audience has a lot more influence on stories than creators do once they're out there. Can I offer a quote by Robert? Absolutely. By Robert Zimmerman? To cater to an audience's taste is not to respect them. And if the audience doesn't respect that, they don't deserve respect. I don't think that applies to what I just said, though. Because I'm not saying that J.K. Rowling is catering. catered to our taste. I'm saying that once a story is out, I think that the audience has a say in what it means. That's what I'm saying. That's my final thing. You're on right. That. I guess that really yeah. doesn't have. But I, I still think that's a good quote. It, and I think that might be that able, is a great quote. That yeah. can apply to How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Yeah. 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 And Star Wars. But that's not to say How I Met Your Mother was good. That's saying if people are upset because it was too dark then it's good. I think I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. If she didn't say anything, J.K. Rowling, would she be catering to people's taste? I'm not sure if I follow. uh, If she was like, well, I don't think they should end it up together, but I know that would upset a lot of people, so I'm just not going to say it, even though I'm the creator. Does anyone know more about her characters than her? I agree. And I agree. You agree that no one knows more about her character. I than agree her. with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all in agreement that the person who creates the thing can do literally whatever they want. But, but should they? And not only that, but if the audience doesn't like it, then the audience falls away. You know, like you vote with. That's your... the free market shit. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you're not into it, then you don't. The only problem that I see with that is people want what they want because we're so entitled to wanting what we you know we get what we want because you know that's how we feel as society it seems and if somebody takes a twist that we don't want to have happen instead of being like you know what i'm done with it they rant about it and talk about how terrible the entire thing was as opposed to, like, meh, wasn't for me, you know? I really liked it up until here, and then I fell off of it because of, you know, because of this or whatever. Or even I felt betrayed. I felt, like, I felt heartbroken because I was expecting this thing that I didn't get, you know? Which is a difference in the second thing with J.K. Rowling, where she came across with... You know, this is the world that I created, but here's midi-chlorians. <laughs> like, that's... I love that. That's such a good... Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the quote from John Green. Books belong to their readers. Oh, that's a great quote. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, they bought them, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I totally get his point of view, too, because, like, you want... You know, I mean, but I think that that's a little bit more of a, just because she's, just because Jesus said it, just because Paul said it doesn't mean that Paul Jesus... can say whatever the fuck he yeah. wants. Um, yeah. I mean, everybody's entitled to have an opinion. The problem yeah. is, is that nowadays people think that opinions are wrong and you're not allowed to have an opinion because it's not my opinion. You know, I can think your opinion's wrong, but I'm not going to say that you're not allowed to have that opinion. So it's tough. Yeah, it's really, really tough. Yeah. And I feel really bad about if she did have the plan to make Dumbledore gay or whatever, like from the beginning, Can't make someone gay. They're born that way. Well, though. yeah, exactly. And that's my point. You know, <laughs> if, if, for, if, if Dumbledore was born gay. Yeah. Good. If it was a situation where like some shit was going down with gay rights and then she just was able to hop on bandwagons 
in order to show support yeah. for the gay community. Yeah. Which you is a, was a, you which is it was a, a PR great, move. Yeah. I think it's a great thing for anybody to come out and say anything in support, especially people in power, to be like, gay people are people. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Here's an it. example of this yeah. powerful gay guess person. Guess what? You loved it, motherfuckers. Now, guess what? You were worshiping a gay dude. What do you got to say about that? Oh, you're cool with that? Great. Oh, yeah. you're not cool with that? Go read another book, motherfucker. <laughs> Go read Stephen King. Yeah. You and know, that book got cut out of the Bible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, I mean, so that's how I feel about things. Maybe we should wrap up. Yeah, there was something that I wanted to... Bill, you said earlier that people should recognize at some point that people can do their creation better than them. Did I say that? I think so. Did he say something that? similar to that? I don't know if it was a, that exact. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where? Yes, yes. I apologize. Uh, I think that if, where do you think the disconnect is? Do you think that comes with money or time or carelessness or like a mental attitude changing? Is art All better when you're hungry? How many second albums are better than their first? Yeah. This is really interesting. I feel like the follow-up podcast we do to this is going to be really fucking great. I think this one was like the prelude. This is, we just set up the bowling pins. <laughs> one day we will bowl them over. Yeah. And Vox might be here to help us. Let's hope Vox is here to help us. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Can we do a homework assignment for the next one? We can say we will. Yes. Okay. Can each of us pick three things? Or as many as possible that we can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that I think we were at a disadvantage because I think if we could have said, here are the events surrounding Dumbledore being outed. Yeah, I definitely want to research that more. And if I'm wrong, I apologize. I'm No, no, but yeah. you, you wouldn't be wrong because I would think that, I mean, nobody's opinion's wrong. But if that was a cash grab, I think that's shitty too. Yeah, but I'm so saying- So I'm backing your opinion. Yeah. But if it wasn't a cash grab maneuver, then I take it back. Yeah, but if yeah. it was, then... Yeah, but I, I think your opinion rested on that. I think yeah. you made that clear that that was... Yeah. Um, but I tried I, my damnedest. Yeah, no. We should each come up with three things, different scenarios, and present them and say, how do you feel about this? Is this okay? Like Johnny Cash and Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. And people thinking that Nine Inch Nails did a shitty cover. Yeah, Stuff exactly. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Mike Manola stopping... Hellboy or yeah. Chuck Palahniuk changing the main character's name. Yeah. I think we should do a creative exercise to find out where our lines are because yeah. we all have lines somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? Sure. We can yeah. say we do that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good to me. I love it. You want to wrap up the episode? Sure. What are our morals? Uh, we got some homeworks. 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 Yeah. And I never beg for listener interaction, but if anyone has an example. Yeah. Or I think it should be said. Hit us up. Yeah. Don't be afraid to like actually. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong or whatever. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 I mean, we have a lot of the folks that are on the network and friends of the network who have very big conversations with us. Yeah. They're always private conversations where no one can see and jump in. Yeah. 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 But that is appreciated. That discourse is absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah, I have my head lost sometimes, you know, and I'm sure I don't know it all. I love being wrong. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I love when somebody can say, this is why. And I go, you're right. And now I grew as a person. Yeah. I'm better than what I was before you addressed me with this information. Yeah. I think. Okay. Moral of the episodes. Yeah. Feel free to hit us up with examples if you're like, what about this creation? Yeah. Like this person versus this person, you know? Yeah. Find us. Um, How I Met Your Mother, maybe. Or Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter, maybe. Harold. Harold. Harold Potter. I like proper names. Yeah. Harold Potter. How I Met Your Mother. Donnie Darko. Star Wars. Star Wars. Donald Darko. Donald Darko. (laughs) Boondock Saints was the other one when I said there were two films that I bought because of the director's cut and did not like the director's cut better. Yeah. Boondock Saints was the other one. But I did like it better. I feel like I have to say I liked it better, but... Yeah. You know. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Yeah. You know. Dexter. If you could have gotten it on cassette tape. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I have Donnie Darko on vinyl. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 
I actually have the soundtrack to that on vinyl. That's so cool. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me yeah. at all, and that's really cool. Nick Rehack was there when I bought it. Shouts to Nick. Shit, Nick. Shit, Nick. Shit, Nick. Shit, Nick. <laughs> the Russians were going to name it that, but yeah. the PR guy at the last moment was like, come no, on. No, come on, spot. Yeah. Potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Potatoes with a T. Potatoes. I realize that we are talking about fictional universes and fictional characters, and at the end of the day... None of it really matters. But it matters so but much it more. it does matter because art is life and it's a representation of who we are and how we feel. And these are the stories that we tell each other. And I think that's important. I was so mad when season two of Heroes sucked ball. Oh, yeah. Just one. That's, another, soccer that's another thing we could talk a long time about. Yeah. If I may jump into that real quick. There were times where not growing up with a strong role model in my life, mm -hmm. male or female. Right. Female for a while. had a good, strong female role model. But then, you know, as time went on, it was like some of the morality that I grabbed, I grabbed from people from fictional stories. Yeah. Which sounds like bullshit, but I was, in fact... I don't want to say raised by media because that sounds so fucking pretentious it, and bullshit. Like, I was raised by media. Folks. I think it sounds the exact opposite. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it was like there's a character in the comic. That sounds like a symptom. Raised by media? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that sounds like... <laughs> I'm yeah. on a black leather couch right now. Yeah. There yeah. You go. But there's a character in Preacher that I can point to things that I think and do that I remember reading like lines from that, from the comic. It's a fucking comic written by Garth Ennis. There's a guy that fucks a sausage statue. <laughs> you know, like yeah. some weird shit happens in that, but I still pulled life lessons out of that. Right. You know, so I held on to different pieces. So I think it is important. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I was just illustrating that. <laughs> so. Thanks, guys. Find us. Yeah. If they wanted to find us, where would they find us? Between the pages of your favorite book. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we're not going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can look for us Bookmark there. Bookmark us. Yeah. Yeah. Bookmark, Bookmark us. Okay. That was good. Yeah, I know. I'm smart. Yeah. I'm yeah. Justin. I'm Dylan. Bye. I'm Bill. And find us in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah.